It's time now for Green Visions. Green Visions is a production of the North 1033 to encourage green thinking and green actions. Green Visions is made possible by the Minnesota Power Energy Conservation Program, making progress toward a lower carbon energy future. Our guest today on Green Visions is Brian Scott. Brian teaches AP Environmental Science and Biology at Harbor City International School. And we've got Brian on the line. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Luke. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks very much. Got a couple of questions for you. First, let's kind of establish the groundwork here. Uh, what were some of the specifics about why you got into teaching, uh, particularly why you got into teaching environmental sciences, environmental education in the first place? Okay, well, I have a background in environmental education at places like Wolf Ridge, one in northwest Indiana and one on Cape Cod. Um, and then when I transitioned into teaching in the classroom and came to Harbor City, um, we're a very small school in terms of we have about 200 students, but we're really fortunate to be able to offer some great science electives like AP Environmental Science, Ornithology, Herpetology, Microbiology, a lot of great options for students that are interested in STEM classes. And kind of as I've prepared to teach AP Environmental Science, I've learned more and more about environmental issues, and Duluth is a great place to learn about those things. Yeah, indeed. And speaking of Duluth being kind of a great area for those things, uh, field trips, word has it, you like to get the students out of the classroom on uh, uh, somewhat of a regular basis. Where have some of your uh, destinations been for these field trips? Yeah, we this fall, my AP Environmental Science class went to Chester Creek uh, near Chester Bowl to do water quality monitoring there. And we actually got to work with some um, EPA scientists that, that work there that are contracted there to check out the health of Chester Creek. Um, we also are fortunate to have a winter symposium um, and the start of January, and then also two spring symposiums at the end of May and the start of June, where we'll go to all sorts of different places and students will take non-traditional classes or just um, some really interesting classes. And uh, through those uh, opportunities, we've been able to travel to the, Z- the Sachs Zimbog right. and some other um, really great places. Very cool. And with these uh, non-traditional field trips, these non-traditional classes, I imagine that uh, probably includes some uh, projects and assignments that might engage the students by applying what they've learned. Are there any unique assignments that uh, you have uh, kind of set to the students? Yes. Well, I'm preparing right now um, for a month from now in January to teach uh, my symposium on uh, taking action and on conservation issues. So a lot of times we talk about here's an issue or here's a problem, but then we don't really do anything about it, or maybe even we talk about what we can do, but we don't do it. Mm -hmm. But for this class, um, for four days, we're going to learn about some environmental issues and then actually do something about it. So take action, um, which will look like a lot of different things, um, but it could be something as simple as building um, nest boxes for American kestrels that will then go up um, in that area near the Saxon Bog or... Um, in any rural areas around here. And if you're just joining us, we are speaking with Brian Scott. Brian teaches AP Environmental Science and Biology at Harbor City International School. Now, Brian, I can't help but notice that I've kind of arrived at that time in my life where there's definitely a generational gap between me and current high school students, and it causes me to think back to when I was in high school and the 
environmental education that I got. And, you know, a lot of it was focusing on, you know, the three R's, uh, a lot about the ozone back in the 90s. Um, It always Mm -hmm. seemed, especially looking back, that it was a lot of uh, factual stuff. It was a lot of actionable stuff. But for me personally, and maybe for others in my generation, it didn't feel like there was necessarily a kind of a ticking clock on the environment. Do you get the sense that your students have a, a larger understanding of maybe the urgency that uh, is kind of in this time as compared to previous generations? Definitely. I think these students are much more in tune to those environmental issues and um, hopefully what they can do to take action. But I agree with you completely. Um, and I think that that's why it's so important to to combat climate climate anxiety by taking action and focusing on some of those things that we are doing well or that we could do well. And actually, we're, a, we're going to be a pilot school um, for a National Science Foundation grant that's titled Empowering Youth to Become 21st Century Energy Leaders, a okay. Workforce Development Initiative. And that will basically um, be really focused on what are, what are the things that can be done in terms of climate action. Very cool. Congratulations on that. Um, Brian, I have one last question for you, and that is, do you notice students perhaps uh, shifting career tracks or at least um, focusing a little bit more on the environment because of what's been learned in class, whether it's just in an extracurricular way, applying it to the art that they're presenting or whatnot? Well, we'd like to think so. I think that a lot of students uh, do find interest in an environmental career, but I think that kind of kind of an even bigger hope is that they bring that environmental lens with them to whatever career they have so that they can help in that way because it doesn't, um, even if you study environmental science or biology, uh, you may have a job that's not exactly focused on that or maybe it's completely different. It's through art or it's through music or through English, but if you bring that environmental lens, then I think that's something that we're striving for here. Makes a lot of sense. Brian, I know you got to get to class in a couple minutes here, so I'll let you go. But thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks so much, Luke, for having me and also for doing the segment. Of course. Thanks again. Be well. That is Brian Scott. Brian teaches AP Environmental Science and Biology at Harbor City International School. And this has been Green Visions. Green Visions is a production of the North 1033 to encourage green thinking and green actions. Green Visions is made possible by the Minnesota Power Energy Conservation Program, making progress toward a lower carbon energy future.